NHL Fantasy. All right, podcast 171. We got November 1st, huh? We're in November. Got the uh, Saints, Giants playing right now. Nope. Chiefs. Nope. Chiefs. <laughs> the Chiefs, Chiefs and the and Giants are playing right now. Um, yeah. So, uh, Pat Mahomes already threw a red zone interception. And then promptly after, Danny Dimes follows it up. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. I can do it. Um, all right. Well, week eight happened. More injuries happened. I know. You can just sense the sadness in our voices. I think a lot of our teams were hit hard. I hit a whole dynasty team that's probably just taken right off the shelf. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, and Scotty, you too. So yeah, yeah Scott is. Yeah, uh, it's a big loss. I'm surprised Scott's here tonight, and not just weeping in his bed. <laughs> I got some handcuffs. I'll I'll be decent. Uh, all right, let's jump into it. So let's see. Top shelf fantasy, top shelf fantasy.com, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, top shelf FNTSY. Let's just get into the news. Let's get right into it. James, James Robinson, Robinson, heel injury, day to day. To day. Uh, so, uh, do we, it's, it's a bruised heel. Yeah. That's what they're saying. It's a heel bruised heel day to day. I mean, there's a chance that he plays this week. I think is, is the, is the upswing of everything. Uh, If not more than likely it's Carlos Hyde. You saw him come in. He had 15 total touches after James Robinson went out. So in theory, that's your handcuff, but they claimed divine, uh, divine Ozigbo. So, I mean, I don't know if that matters, but... Yeah, I mean, he's probably out, like, a, a week, and maybe that's why they're picking him up just for a guy who's familiar, because he was on the practice squad. He played through the preseason on the Jags. Yeah, and, I mean, you're the Jaguars. You're not competing for a Super Bowl this year, so there's no sense in playing the guy if he's hurt, but at the same time, he's on a the, the last year of his deal, right? So, But they don't even really care. I don't know. It's interesting. James Robinson has played well, is the point. And then Carlos Hyde came in and he played well. So, yeah, I mean, it it, it sounds like it's not as big as they thought it was, but it just kind of just like it kind of scares the Robinson owner at this point. If you're the owner, you should have already had Hyde. If not, it's the week to do it. Like you, you go out there, you bid on Carlos Hyde. You have that handcuff for the entire season, especially with with all the RBs going down. Hundred percent. Well, another one, Derrick Henry. So he's slated to have foot surgery. I don't know that I ever saw an update whether or not it was a true list frank. If it was a list frank, I think that's it? a season ender. No, they're calling it a Jones uh, fracture with his, which Julio is your, your, Jones. Yeah, your fifth med, your fifth medic tarsal uh, bone in your foot. So your pinky toe foot. Okay, he did, like he, he doesn't need that, right? I mean, it's really important for balance. It's true, <laughs> allegedly, and I'm, I'm sure being an NFL running back and getting your feet stepped on and ran over and. and hit all the time probably hurts extra bad but yeah they're saying six to ten weeks i mean so they whoever whoever i was reading said six would be super aggressive eight is probable and ten is the long side so i mean take it as you will but it's week eight now that's pretty much the whole season yeah i mean i think he's back for the titans playoffs but not fantasy playoffs if they make it yeah yeah and if he's back it's the last week of the season and sorry too late yeah i mean it's a good sign for if you have him in dynasty yeah. Um, it's it's not one of those, oh, it's going to take a full year to recover. It's 10 weeks. I'll take it. I mean, it could have been a, a lot worse. Yeah, I mean, really, broken bones are usually better than 
tissue. I mean, it also it goes to show that he doesn't have something that's probably a repeat injury. It's not a hamstring that's going to nag him the rest of his career. It's a broken bone. People break bones. It's giant men running at each other. It's going to happen. Well, they signed Adrian Peterson. So, and I mean, they did that all very quickly. There was reports the he went day. to go work out. <laughs> And he signed right after. So they're clearly happy with what they saw in Adrian Peterson. He probably walked in the facility looking like Adrian Peterson just Deal. ripped to bits. And they're like, yeah, where's the paperwork? Get it ready. It's good to go. Uh, so, I mean, he's going to be a hot waiver uh, pickup. Um, I, I think he's owned in our Dynasty League. So, I mean, from he, has dynasty, him. he just got traded last week. A Dynasty perspective. In, a, uh, in a nonsense, I need to clear $1 of cap space trade. Yeah. Burke acquired, Dickie acquires AP. Yeah, as a throw in. <laughs> the kid uh, just, just lucky lucky son of a oh guy. he's gotten he's gotten some great luck of people giving up on on players but uh so that's a thing we'll we'll watch out for that uh james winston he tore his acl um so he's done for the season i mean i don't know what this team i, I don't know what they're gonna do i mean it's Taysom hill Scotty, you had mentioned that Philip Rivers did say that he was open to coming back if it was later in the season. I would assume that the Saints are a... I would think they'd be a good fit. I mean... Um, a veteran quarterback. Yeah, I mean, a- he was a big ad when like Carson Wentz went down before the season started, but he did say it wouldn't be till later in the season. It's kind of like, oh, so that means he's not going to play, but here's a window where Taysom Hill's likely the starter if he's back this week, and... For fantasy, Hill's fine, but he kind of devalues everyone else there. If Rivers is there with Kamara, the, the little checkdowns, that could be a lot of fun. Oh, it would I would be fantastic. Um, and I think no matter how you slice it, um, well, actually, I don't know. We'll, maybe we'll talk about Alvin Kamara in a bit because he struggled with Taysom Hill on the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, Calvin Ridley, he did not play because of personal issues for the second time this year, and then... Uh, Sunday, probably around two o'clock or so, he tweeted out, "I'm stepping away from football." So he's he's out. He's, he's just we don't we don't know how long. We don't know if it's the entire year. We don't know if it's, it's his entire career or a couple. Of, like, yeah, I, I don't know. I there's mean, no indication. Scary. There's no stories coming out. It's just like appears to be a mental health thing. So best of luck to him. Hope he gets right, comes yeah, back, yeah. and feels better. But. It puts the Falcons in a, a very precarious position. I mean, that it leaves guys that are not ready for a wide receiver one role to play that role. I mean, Olamide, Zacchaeus, Russell Gage. Sharp. Yeah, Taji Sharp. And then Christian Blake still there. <laughs> he probably is. Right. I mean, then you see Kyle Pitts struggling because they're like, oh, no Ridley, no Julio anymore. It's, you know, just double up Pitts. And he had a very poor game. Yep. That, yeah, uh, Russell Gage didn't get a target. He didn't even get Which is so I, mean, I almost picked him up and started him because I'm like, oh, he's got at least got like 10 points. Like last week. He had 14 nope. the week before, no. and then he doesn't even get looked at. It just doesn't make sense. And it was not like it was a blowout game where they were running the ball around the clock. It was a close game, and they were actually losing most of it. So who knows? Best of luck to you, Calvin Ridley. But doesn't help fantasy. It hurts fantasy wise. You, know, yeah. you hate to sound like, selfish, well, but it especially hurts. Especially when, when he was in talks of being dynasty wise, like the wide receiver one just around, you know. I was offering first rounders the, for him. The Hills, the CDs, the Jeffersons of the world. Like he was right there. And in redraft, people were putting him as a wide receiver one. Oh, yeah. Rightfully so. But I mean, that kind of sucks. Uh, Vaughn Miller uh, is now headed to the Rams. Ooh. What do they, they give? What do the Rams give up? It, it was two first day picks. 
Second day picks. Se- oh, so it's two. Se- All right. All right. So That's pretty good. And a third, probably. Yeah. Which is, I mean, it's not much, which is good for the Rams, and it's bad for everybody that's about to play the Rams. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah. The, one of the best defenses get better. Um, oh, that's a, that's a scary defense right there. Uh, Tutu Atwell, he's going uh, season-ending shoulder surgery. It's not really something in a redraft that we need to be too worried about, but uh, from a dynasty perspective, I know a lot of people had their eyes on this kid. Um, and uh, oh god, what am I? What am I trying to say? There, there's, you know, there's no shot for him to step into any kind of role, right? I mean, a lot of people talked about when Seattle drafted this kid. Hey, he's going to be the next. Tyler Lockett, you know, the burner going down the field. I think you're thinking of Eskridge. Yep, Tutu Atwell's yep. on the Rams, I believe. Rams, okay. yeah. All right, well, anyway, but I mean, it's, it's it, non-news. Same, I, I'm yeah. going gonna, gonna to continue to It is still guys. news because if Deshaun Jackson, he won't play it down for the Rams anymore. He wants to get traded. That was Tutu's role. He was just, you know, learn under Deshaun for a year. Come that burner. Deshaun's gone, and now he's gone. And now instead, it's probably Van Jefferson seeing an even more expanded oh, yeah. role, which is great if you're a Jefferson owner because he's been he's been looking good. Yeah, I, I like Van Jefferson. Uh, so we get some news for the 49ers. Shanahan says that uh, Debo's nursing a calf injury, so we knew this was bound to happen. Calves, uh, uh, mm-hmm. Scotty, I think you're the one to say it. It seems like calves are hitting a lot this year. Oh yeah, it's like it's like there's one week it's knees, one week it's shins, one week it's calves. Like it's just. It's a very trendy injury year. Yeah. Trent Brown has been out all year with a calf. I mean, the worst calf injury you've ever seen. Dak with a calf. Crazy. Well, I mean, that's that's what... Uh, ah, I'm blanking on the player that just underwent... Uh, no, uh, Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt yeah, and Chubb both had uh, uh, Michael Gallup's calf. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so Debo, I mean, we knew that there was a Debo injury that was likely to happen in, in 2021 anyway. So here it is. Uh, but on the brighter side, Kittle comes back, uh, Wilson, uh, Robbie Gold. Yeah, baby. <laughs> um, so they're all playing to practice this week. So this is actually like great for Kittle owners, I think, uh, because he comes back with no Debo. Yeah. So there's a chance that maybe he's you know the number one target, but who knows? Because he was doing absolutely nothing before he got hurt. So I think we'll, you, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, and the, the way Jimmy G played last week, um, I mean, he, he's going to start again. I, I think it's better for him if Jimmy G is the quarterback there. Yeah. Uh, just because you've seen the success they've had in the past. Yeah, Jimmy G looked good this week. Um, coming off the bad week, the previous one in that monsoon against the, uh, the, Colts. the Colts. Yeah, so yeah. good to see him bounce back from that. He put up like 27 fantasy points, so... Good for him. Hopefully, he and Kittle connect. And then Jeff Wilson, if he's going to start practicing, maybe you add some veteran presence in that running back room and you can have a little more success in Robbie Gould's whatever. I mean, their kicker's been fine. So who's Yeah, it, uh, for for fantasy, if Wilson comes back, it's kind of like you have to wait and see a week. But for the Niners, if he comes back, that's freaking huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially with Depot getting hurt. Um, okay. Yeah, so Mike White... Uh, I'm not going to read what this says, but he uh, he hum- <laughs> you, uh, humiliated uh, Zach Wilson. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, Zach Wilson is <laughs> Zach Wilson should be worried about Mike White because he looks legit. Uh, I, I don't know where this kid came so, from. So it's it's funny in the, that deep dynasty league. I mean, with Dickie, we're co-owners of it. Superflex league. 
White was there, and so was um, Cooper Rush. Ooh. Yeah. So we're like, oh, let's pick up Cooper Rush. And we had like the backup bid on White. We got Rush. No one else got White. We're like, damn it. <laughs> that could have, like, he, he might be the starter going forward. Like, if he does that again, or even half of what he did last week in week nine, and Wilson's back in week 10, it's like, uh, I don't know. You might want to see what you get in the guy. He scored 30 points. I mean, he led the Jets offense to, or, or over 30 points, excuse yeah. me. I mm-hmm. mean, they, they went toe to toe with the Cincinnati Bengals. Who on they, paper they shouldn't have won know, the game? Who on paper, yeah, should should have. Well, I mean, well, that, that terrible, call was terrible, terrible call down the stretch there. But yeah, you know what? Well, you can't leave it in the hands of the refs. And Mike White apparently just snatching jobs. My buddy sent me a, a funny tweet. Mike White, maybe it was when he was in college. He tweeted, "I hate losing to arrogant rich white boys." And the comment on it was Zach Wilson shivering in his boots. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. And you said um, you picked them in Survivor Pool, right? Yeah, that's right. Which I assume. A good amount of people that were in the Charlotte pools would have picked him. Tom, are you still in that? Nope. Tom's okay. out. Nope, 66 I... people picked them this week of 230 remaining entries, so 40-some-odd percent. Yeah. I picked Ugh. the Bills when they played the Titans, so that sucked. Yeah. Yeah, that's bad. So we're all out. I think everybody in our like core group of friends here, Jeff's out on the Bengals, Beef's out on the Bengals. Bengals somebody, fucked us. I thought somebody ended up switching their pick in that. but Jeff said he was going to, and I don't think he did. Yeah. Uh, all right, Russell Wilson might be coming back. It's massive, massive for my two QB. It's their bye week next um, week, so it's perfect so timing. They said he's going to get the pin in his finger removed over the bye week, right? And, and then he's back to weeks, practice. Yeah. Two weeks to practice. Uh, actually, are they allowed to practice on their bye week, or is it against like the NFLPA's rules? I think it's the coach's call. Okay, but I don't think it's a PA. Don't against some that. players like go home for a bit or something? Some go home. Some like Odell when he's on the Giants, they go on little boat trips and they yeah, right. celebrate too early, then never win a game again, <laughs> and then everybody leaves. Um, you see my catch? You guys are zero for ten. Yeah. You see my catch? Uh, but yeah, I I know a lot of the move, especially if you're a veteran. I'm sure you have better things to do than practice on your bye week. But if you're like a fringe roster player, I'm sure you're in the facility trying to get yeah. some more reps. Yeah, and I'm sure that you know the caliber of player that Russell Wilson is that he'll try and rehab it. So that's good. Good news. Good well, news uh, I do want to add two. We didn't put it in here, but Chris Carson may be out for the season. Uh, of course, Pete Carroll being Pete Carroll uh, doesn't really give us a clear clear answer, but. Um, there's concern you might not play again this season, which I just wanted to toss him on IR. So if you picked up Alice Collins, good for you. I know he hasn't done much in the last two weeks, but Penny has done a lot worse. <laughs> Penny looks bad. So yeah. Alice Collins should be the guy moving forward. Even Travis Homer has shown some burst on special teams. I might see him try to get an expanded role. It's not Rashad Penny. No. So he wants to he wants to practice. There, there's some contradictory articles out there. Who, Chris Carson? They, they, yeah, there's articles that he could miss the rest of the season, and then there's reports that Chris, Carnes, Chris Carson plans to try and practice next week during their bye. Plans to. So we'll see We'll see what happens. That's annoying. Yes, Either way. It's very annoying. Yeah. I mean, in one of our leagues, you have Carson and Hunt on the bench. I like to know that Carson's out <laughs> so I can actually make a move on like AP or something. Or Exactly. Yeah, well, we may want to cut bait there anyway. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, it's not looking good for Chris Carson. Uh, Rashard Penny was never good, never will be good. Uh, so to you're never, on that. You never was. <laughs> you never was. You never were. Uh, CMC. It's not good. Matt Rule says he's probably not going to play. Uh, he may in, not. Play. He may not play in weeks nine or ten. 
which would suggest he's definitely out week nine. I mean, if we're talking about week 10, him not playing. I'm hoping it's like gamesmanship on rules behalf and like CMC is going to come in and carve up the Patriots on week nine. But if it's not and he's just being a flat out honest guy, which it seems like rule has been so far to this point with all these updates and news and whatnot, that's bad. I mean, that puts CMC at a a nine plus week recovery window for a hamstring. So like if that's what we're looking at, we'll get to it because I want to talk about him in hold fold. Okay. So, all right. Uh, and then the last one, T.Y. Hilton has a concussion. I, Michael Pittman absolutely destroyed it. I mean, Pittman is cl- clear cut number one. I picked him up for like pennies, like back in like week six, and he's just been crushing it. I'm surprised he was. Oh, Michael available. Pittman. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised. Yeah, in Red Dogs. So I don't know what happened. He wasn't drafted? I think somebody must have dropped him when Carson Wentz went down, maybe. No, I don't be. know. Well, yeah, he had a bad week when Wentz yeah. wasn't playing. But. I snagged him. I was like, stop. You know, my bum team. I don't know what that play was. Sorry. Uh, who Shepherd. was that? Shepard just Shepherd. got like, took the ball off his helmet, bounced off his. It's terrible. Did you see the Tony throw? No. So last drive, it was like a trick play out of Tony. He actually made a pretty good throw to Shepard. Like, Dude, you got to get Tony under center there. <laughs> it was a pretty good throw. But um, it was like when uh, Cedric Wilson wh- threw one yesterday. I was like, he's a better quarterback. Mm-hmm. Cooper Rush is a beautiful on the run dime, and then dimes goes. Danny dimes, pick. <laughs> Good old dimes. He uh, he caught a pass a couple weeks ago. So. Oh wait, you know what? I'm a liar. I picked up Michael Pittman in Dean's league, which is oh, okay. different. Um, all right, we're gonna do some whole folds. We're gonna start with Calvin Ridley. This is a good one. So Calvin Ridley's stepping away from football. It's hard. I don't know what that means. Yeah. So, again, I think we just preface all these. Like, if you can trade him, I would trade this guy. But I, I don't know don't that know. he has any value. Yeah. And I would yeah, probably just say – I would probably just outright drop him. I'd maybe give I him would. a week. But I think at this point, if you can go get somebody that can contribute now, especially if – okay, if you're 7-0 and or 8-0, whatever the records are right now, sure, you can hold them. It's not going to kill you. But if you are a fringe team, a fringe playoff team, you're fighting for wins, you need to win now – you can't have a zero, a known zero on your bench. So you have to drop them. Somebody else will pick them up. Sorry, but you have to have production now. So I guess I would fold him in the case that I'm not dominating my league. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, I don't know how you hold this guy. I mean, he wasn't really playing great to no, begin he, with this season. He was, he was one of the big, besides Allen Robinson, he was up there with like a big bust of the season where you were taking him. You're taking him as a top five receiver and he was giving you wide receiver three numbers at best right if he was giving you 25 points a game i'd say yeah hold him i hope he comes back in a few weeks you know it's worth the risk it's not worth it you know cost benefit analysis it's not hard yeah so i have no shares of him so it's 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 an easy fold for me but if if he was on a team of mine it'd just be like the what if like like if you're in first place second place and you still have a good team yeah but if you're middling team or another routine then you gotta drop the guy like my, my exact team i have cmc calvin ridley tyler lockett and i'm just hemorrhaging i, I started off like four and oh i think i've lost the last three it's like these guys are just the i like then i didn't play lockett last week obviously and then he goes off and goes scores off. 14 points yeah because not ppr he scored 20 something in, in ppr so oh yeah gross not good uh all right so calvin ridley fold derrick henry I think you have to fold them fold. again, unless you're a six and zero team, seven zero eight and zero, whatever the records are. Yeah, I mean, if you have an IR spot, that's a different story. You're stashing yeah. them there, but if you don't, because if he does come back for your league Super Bowl and you think you can make it there with him on your bench, 
sure. He he he. If he plays, he comes back. You start him, you start him right in your lineup, and you expect him to give you 15, 20 points. If you can't afford that, drop him. There's no yeah. sense in holding. I mean, six to ten weeks. That's that's the season. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely lean drop. Yeah, I'm I'm. Yeah, I'm gonna preface it with the seven and oh, six and oh. See, I, I'm I'm dropping Ridley before I, I would drop Derek Henry. Mm-hmm. Uh and again, go to the six and oh one or go to the seven oh guy and say, Hey, here's Henry. Um you're not gonna get anything back for him. That's what he's worth, but you can get something better than anyone on the waivers because the waivers yeah. this week are pretty slim. Yeah, watch yeah. me go try to get Cole Beasley for Derek Henry. I'd be like, Okay, cool. If you want to do that, sure, I'm, yeah. I'm on board. You know, something like that. Uh, whole fold CMC. First Maybe. of all, the first three names we just talked about. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's still, like close to first round picks. Yep. Yeah, they were. All, I mean, all a lot of them were injuries, picks. but yeah, CMC. I think at this point, I mean, I've held them personally this entire season, but with what we talked about earlier, I mean, a nine week hamstring injury it appears to be something that's going to labor him for the rest of the season, the rest of his career. I don't know, but. It's getting to the point where if he's going to be out for two more weeks, if that comes out and that's like concrete and we can we can attach some finality to that, I think I would fold CMC. I mean, again, trade him. You can probably get something since he is coming back, but just stop trying to hold on to him. Don't be the guy stuck with CMC giving you zero on your bench every week as you hemorrhage losses and, and essentially lose any shot at playoffs because you're waiting on a guy who's maybe not going to play this year. Yeah, I mean, it's I, – and I, I feel the same way, like – I don't think you can outright drop him because there is somebody in your league that is will definitely to be, pay for him, and they'll pay right. higher for him than it, like a Derek Henry or a Calvin. Yeah, but if you're a bit holding him for this long, and it's like oh nine or ten, he could play, or he might not play. You might as well just keep on holding him because he's already done that for the last five weeks. Yeah, I just I don't want him on my team. That's like the mm-hmm. biggest thing is. I just don't want him on my team at all. So it's it's a catch-22 with him. Um, we can talk about Khalil Herbert with Monty uh, maybe coming back. I know he's um, eligible to come back. I don't know that he is. I haven't heard any rumors that he is or anything like that, but he's eligible. That, yeah. That's a whole IR thing now. Everyone thinks every injury is three weeks. Yeah. And that's it. Right. But it's really like it's, six. It's we talked really about it last, last time. It's like three weeks activated for practice. I mean, CMC, everyone's like, oh, it's only three weeks. Yeah. Yeah, but that's... It could be three, it could be eight. It can still be on IR. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the way that Herbert's been playing, I mean, this is this is why the three-week IR, I think, sucks for all of us because it's like, okay, yeah, they're definitely out for three weeks, and then they have, you know, another three weeks or 21 days or whatever the hell it is to make the decision on whether or not they're going to get activated. Yep. So, I mean, the way that Herbert's been playing, why? if you're the Bears, why would you rush Monty back? Right. I mean, Herbert has looked very, very good. So for me, he's still a hold. I might even hold him after Monty comes back because it looks like Damian Williams is the odd man out. Oh, yeah. Yep. I mean, Herbert has been decisive and effective and quick and shifty and every good adjective you can possibly give a a running back. So, I mean, if anything, he's earned a role that's going to decrease Monty's workload when he comes back. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Tariq Cohen's role. Yeah. Tariq Cohen might just be. Oh, yeah. He's still out right. I don't know what uh, he's doing. He's a hold. Yeah, we'll go hold. definitely hold. Yeah, big hold. Uh, Gainwell. I don't know. I don't. No, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm it, cutting Gainwell. It, 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 I think you have to. The problem is with what I you probably just spent on him and Fab. It's gonna be <laughs> like I think I spent twenty like three dollars or yeah, thirty. Which makes sense. I wasn't a huge Gainwell ad this week, especially, especially because it's like 
The the one thing with Gainwell that has made me oh Mahomes just threw another pick. Well, it was Pringle's fault. Uh, yeah, it was Pringle's fault. But nah, oh, I think they whistled the dead. Uh, but anyway, I the, the the problem I see with Gainwell is like he's just those handful of weeks where he did well. He just took advantage of little touches. Mm-hmm. It, he never got volume. He always was just a good change of pat, uh, pace back for Miles Sanders. And then when Sanders got hurt, it was Boston Scott. Well, it was game well too. I mean, Kevin had like an eighteen point game. I mean, he had Boston Scott was the guy who ended up scoring the goal line touchdown. Right, right. So I mean, which, that's which is what I I thought it would be. Right, which is fine. It's like a split thing with Jordan Howard sprinkling in, but it was completely way off. Where game well. Gainwell did I don't nothing. Think he had one touch in the first three quarters, yeah. and then garbage time rush attempts that didn't do anything. I, yeah, I, I like I didn't in any world I didn't expect it to be that shifted away from Gainwell. Like I would have expected that you know thirty three percent for three guys, like nice easy yeah. thirds. Instead, Gainwell gets nothing. Boston Scott has a pretty good day, and then Jordan Howard gets two touchdowns at fifty seven yards. Like four rushing touchdowns and. Game wasn't even in, in for any goal line drive. Yeah, yeah I, so I think with you, when you see that usage, I think you you worry a bit. I do think I would hold them for one more week, especially if you spent anything more than like fifteen dollars of your fab budget on them. Maybe hold on to them, just because the game can game plan can shift just week to week. I mean, game will could be the guy next week, right? Well, in, but are you starting him? Well, right. So yeah, I exactly. I wouldn't start him, and I I'm actually going to change my tune from folding to holding because I totally forgot the game was forty four to three. Like, they yes. didn't need to use game. Right. Like, they could have very easily just been like, uh, let's let this schlub Jordan Howard <laughs> right. fall forward a bunch, you know? Yeah, I mean, that that's where I base my thought off. I'm like, well, the game was over anyways, and they knew, they probably knew it. It's be tough to start them next week, though. So hard to start them. And, like, you're, I guess that almost signals to you that you need to have a close game for Gainwell to get passing work if Boston Scott's going to be your goal line early down back and Jordan Howard as well as in that early down role. If that's straight up not Gainwell's, I don't know, role on the offense, that's a problem. I mean, that that's a huge limiting factor that caps his ceiling much lower than you want to see it. Yeah. Um, it, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting too. We've seen this before with NFL teams where, you know, when the number one RB goes down, it's not always the number two that mm-hmm. just takes that work. It's like the number two has a dedicated role in the offense and that role doesn't change. You know, it's the same thing with wide receivers. A lot of times we see injuries and the wide receivers don't change. You don't just now become the X receiver or the Y receiver. They have backups for each of them and, and they figure it out. So, uh, it could be something like that. Uh, I think we're all collectively holding Kenneth Gainwell. Yes. Okay. Uh, I, I initially knee jerked. I think the fold, but it's probably smarter to hold them. Uh, Odell, Fold. Odell's fold, 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 which is crazy. I mean, like just a couple of years ago, you would have been out of your mind to pick up fold and Odell. Now, yep, fold, unanimous, easy. Who is this? Derek Gore. Who? Derek Gore. Frank Gore's son. Is that his son? No, no, I don't think so. Derek, uh, Gore's son is still in, in college. college. Yeah, in college. No, yeah, he's been running over uh, McKinnon and Daryl. Where the hell did this guy come from? I don't know. He spells his name Derek the same way that Derek Henry spells it. That's on to something. D A W R E C K. T J D Rick? That's that that's uh Derek's uh, uh Deeks, yeah. Yeah, that's Deeks' name. Shout out Deeks. Uh all right, David Johnson. Uh, probably Touchdown. a hold. 
because of Mark Ingram just leaving. It was Fold. only one week, but he didn't look like he's involved at all. He, he he was he saw the least amount of opportunities out of all four. Even behind Scotty? Well, Scott was two. It was Burkett, Scott, Lindsay, then DJ. So right. Lindsay and DJ are fading out where Burkett and Scott is it Scotty Phillips? Scotty Phillips, yeah. yeah. That's uh gross. So you know what I'm gonna change. Fold. I'm definitely folding. Yeah, I'm fo- I'm folding in too. <laughs> uh Lavishka. Ugh, fold. Yeah, they are one's... they are talking about moving him back into the slot. So they did do exactly what I thought they did is they put Agnew in the slot when Shark got hurt and they shifted their wide receivers around. Exactly what we just cautioned against. Uh, yeah, I mean, you really shouldn't be doing that if you're an NFL team. Like, these guys thrive in certain spots yeah. on, mm-hmm. the, on Urban the Meyer just thinks it's college roles. and guys can play yeah. wherever they, he decides to line them up with no notice. If if LaVishka's in the slot, I want him. I just don't think that I can hold him. Like, I just he's just not producing for me to want him on my team right now. Yeah, so that, it's that like, offense is cooled, like, across the board. Yeah. Even Marvin Jones got out to a hot start, and he has he's cooled off. Yep. I'll hold him for now. He's you, one that I won't fight you on either. I mean, like, you want to hold him, yeah, I get I it. I get where you're coming from, but he's not for me. The Jaguars aren't for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, get, they looked horrible last week. God damn, what a horrible game plan. <laughs> <laughs> They're gross. Uh, Devonta Smith. Hold. I'm I'm gonna hold them too. Yeah, I'm gonna hold them over Chanel for sure. Just I just want Hertz is a great fantasy guy, but I just wish that he was a better thrower of the ball. Right, he's like a great fantasy guy for himself and himself alone. He doesn't elevate the guys around him: Smith, Rager, Goddard, uh, Quez Watkins, for that matter, Gainwell. I mean, it, it, Hertz can get you 30 points any given week, but it's with running and him stealing touchdowns from other people and not throwing it to Devontae Smith, who has really, really looked good and looks like they're trying to get him involved and just Hertz and him can't seem to link up consistently. Yep. Yeah. Which is weird because in college he had a really, really high completion percentage, so I know he could throw the ball. Damn, I mean, it's college. It's true. Yeah, Bigger not, gaps, less coverage. Yeah. Not the cream of the crop, <laughs> even in Bama. Uh, all right, let's 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 move on to buy low, sell highs. Yeah. Uh, my buy low is Mike Williams, and I, I thought it was shocking. So, Scotty, you were the one who mentioned in there, like, the decline has happened of Mike Williams. And it just made me think. I was like, holy shit. Like, if this is people's opinion that Mike Williams is going downhill, right? Because I think everybody knew. My that, thing wasn't decline like he's falling off. Oh, no, no, no. I, from the I, top five to. But yeah. you're right. That mindset is is definitely in people's people's heads right i mean and because i think everybody looks at mike williams i mean the pace he had was unsustainable Mm -hmm. right and 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 that's the thing is that everybody was like the decline is going to happen on mike williams it's like okay well is it and this is where i'm i'm going to try and feed into that narrative if i can to the mike williams owner now anybody in any of my leagues aren't going to get him because i have him (laughs) everywhere uh but he was hurt going into the bye, and he only played like 30% of the snaps. Like, he really wasn't on the field that much to, to turn anything. I mean, he just wasn't given the opportunity to do it. They had their bye week. He comes out and just gets absolutely shut down by J.C. Jackson, and Herbert looked like dog shit. So I wouldn't look at that and say, oh, Mike Williams could. Now, he did have a drop over the middle. Uh, that probably arguably should have been a fumble. <laughs> but oh, that's right. Um, I I just I'm not going to allow the past two weeks for me to sour on Mike Williams. I still think that that X receiver spot that they have him playing in that offense is just absolute gold. 
So I want the shares of Mike Williams, and if people are souring on him and you can steal him, like go steal him now. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned J.C. Jackson, and then the week before he played Baltimore with Marlon Humphrey all over him. So you're talking about two of the best man cover corners in the league. That's, I mean, they can actually match him. Not, I don't want to say match him size, size wise because he's six five and like two forty. But like, they and can play a physical yeah. brand of cornerback and get away with a little bit more than some of the no name uh, cornerbacks we get away with. So, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely on board with you. I think he's a, he's a great target this week. I mean, he was banged up too. Um, like you said, the game before the bye, he played what twenty three percent snap. Dirt, yeah, thirty something. If like that, that, so you kind of just put like. I just throw that out. I mean, it was a blowout. They they like why have him re-injured? Yeah, you know? thirty-four to six so. against Baltimore. Yeah, right. Just exactly. Rest up. And we've seen him play through a ton of stuff, so you know that if he's just if he's hurt, he's playing. He's not injured. So even that, he, I tore, he tore his labor and he played through that. He had shoulder surgery, played through it. Yep. I expect him to uh, to keep rolling. Heck yeah. My buy low of the week is probably a little bit more. I don't know, risky. But I would love to start buying Evan Ingram in leagues if I was streaming tight ends and I don't have one of the top like three or four guys. I think Scott put it in his article when um, players to pick up now. You should be reading that on a weekly basis because it seems like he's hitting every damn week. Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but Evan Ingram probably is one of the biggest trade targets in the league right now, at least at the tight end position. And if he ends up going anywhere else, there's a very good chance that he gets utilized more in line with his skill set than the Giants are have been able to use him or seem to want to use him. Even if he doesn't, though, one moment, his matchups the remainder of the year are Kansas City, the Raiders, a bye week, Tampa Bay, Philly, Miami, the Chargers, Dallas, Philly, and Chicago. So pretty much the juiciest potential schedule you could ever have at the tight end position. So if I can buy him for next to nothing because he hasn't really done anything all year, give up. I mean, maybe a guy that you consider cutting otherwise just to grab a guy before. You might even be able to pick him up. You don't even have to buy him, though. Just go into your waivers and pick him up. But if he's owned, I'd get him for, for next to nothing off the scrap heap and then probably be able to start him for the rest of the year. I think he's got a, a few good games left in him. I mean, especially with all the freaking receivers not being able to play. So yep. um, I do think a lot of him, uh, a lot of leagues have him on waivers. Um, my bylaw is not really to trade for. But it's Jeremy McNichols. He's probably not on almost any team. But with Henry going down, um, and then AP signing, so it was Henry down, McNichols stock going up. AP signs. I think everyone thinks, oh, Tennessee. You know, they want to you know get that running back like Derrick Henry. I think you said it today, Tom. That offense is going to have to change. AP is not getting the ball uh, thirty opportunities a game. He he just can't do it. 12, 15, sure, but it's going to be a pass-heavy team now compared to running 28 plays a, uh, a game. So I think if McNichols is out there, you can get him for cheaper now because of the AP signing. I think he could probably have a better fantasy outlook going forward than AP. I know IP is probably going to get those um, goal line touchdowns, but McNichols should be on the field a, a lot more now. Yeah, that he, offense is going to be massively problematic without Derrick Henry, with how much play action they run, and it sucks. Yeah, I mean, no matter how you dice it, nobody's going to fill that role. So, I mean, Dan, you're looking at Tannehill probably checking the ball like 50 times, and McNichols was actually, I mean, in dynasty like very, very deep formats. McNip- 
McNipples. McNichols McNipples. was, I mean, you, I mean, you could count on if you needed four or five points a, a week because he was getting a ton, he, like three, four or five targets almost every single week. He was their pass catching back. So McNichols ceiling is way higher than Adrian Peterson's is. So it will be interesting to see how all that shakes out. Um, now a guy I'm selling high is Boston Scott. I think if you ended up getting Boston Scott last week, I would just trade him now. I think that there is... I mean, listen, uh, Sanders is not on IR, right? So Sanders is coming back. Um, Sanders it, is on the IR. Yeah, but he's going to he's gonna end up coming two, back. Yeah, yeah he's going he's gonna to end up coming back, you know, three, four weeks, whatever. Uh, so at some point, Boston Scott's not going to be there for you in the playoff run. Uh, we just talked about Kenneth Gainwell being a hold. Maybe it was game script. We we don't know what how this is going to shake out, and Jordan Howard still ended up with two TDs. So who's not to say that any given week Boston Scott's the odd guy out, and Jordan Howard still scoring the touchdown? So if I can take Boston Scott's two touchdown day and just flip him for something, so like I just flipped him for Tony Pollard because I was like Tony Pollard means way more to my team because I have Ezekiel Elliott than Boston Scott will, and I'm trying to make a playoff run. So if you know Boston Scott means nothing to me. If Zeke goes down. So that's kind of the way that I would look at it. I mean, I think, you know, realistically, if you have Boston Scott, you're probably in need of a, of a running back pretty badly. Uh, but I, I still think that you should try and flip him for something now. Um, unless you have, like, Miles Sanders. I mean, then it might make sense to just hold him and just wait till Miles Sanders comes yeah, back. Yeah, and but. I was going to say th- the same thing on the other side. If go to the Sanders owner and be like, hey, here's a handcuff identical to Sanders, you know, when you have him for two weeks. Right. Yeah. That, right. That's the owner to, to try to get someone from. Alrighty. My sell high is Cole Beasley. <laughs> that's my, that's my transition there. Quite the transition. Well then. Yeah. Uh, Cole Beasley sell high. Um, he, I think a lot of people are probably looking at him and saying, all right, finally we got Cole Beasley back The Cole Beasley of last year. Who dominated, who's like a wide receiver two somehow. Uh, he's got six, uh, sorry, eighteen point three points in week six against Tennessee. Then he had the bye week, and then sixteen points last week against Miami. And then he draws Jacksonville this week. I think a lot of people are going to sit there and go, "Okay, this is what I want. This is what I have been waiting to see out of Cole Beasley." And I'm here to tell you, it's complete fool's gold. I mean, you had Dawson Knox, who was taking a lot of work, went down against, um, or I think he went down over the bye week, really, but he wasn't there for Miami, and. Cole Beasley filled that entire role. I mean, he was the guy who was close to the goal line, taking the ball and then running with it. He did get ten tar- or 13 targets and 10 catches, but it's against Miami. He's eventually not going to have the juiciest matchup in the league to exploit, and then he has to do it against a real, you know, viable contender, and I don't think he continues to do so, especially Emmanuel Sanders put up zero points this week. I don't think that's something that's going to continue either. So if he and Sanders can't both produce in the same week while Dawson Knox isn't even on the field and Stephon Diggs appeared to be a little bit more of a focus this week, it's not really a recipe for continued success from Beasley, so I'd rather just sell him high off two good weeks. Yeah. Um, my sell high is Adam Thielen. I think I've had him like a couple times so far, and he's kind of proved me wrong because um, he's been scoring touchdowns, and I said, you know, he can't keep the pace up he had last year. So far, he he has, but I don't think it can continue. Justin, Justin Jefferson has had pretty piss-poor weeks the last couple of weeks, um, very bad week this week, 
I just think it, it, it's a matter of time where the Vikings want to win. I mean, they lost the Cowboys last night. It's got to go through Cook. It's got to go through Jefferson where Thielen's going to be, not the odd man out, he's still going to be a fine probably wide receiver three. But if you can sell him at, at the at the high-end wide receiver two range he is right now, I would do it. Yeah, you said Jefferson missed that uh, double move where he was wide open. He just stopped running. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was horrible. Eventually that doesn't happen, and then Thielen doesn't make three more catches on that drive and score a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> when Sterling Shepard's on the field, he's getting double-digit targets. <laughs> like He's getting peppered right now. He is. He's got seven targets already. Well, tell him to relax because Mango's got him in a full PPR league. I, I'm just we're, I'm watching this game. I'm like, how many times is he gonna pepper friggin' Sterling Shepard? So. A lot. He gets a lot of targets. Uh, all right. So we just did the the buy low sell highs. I think we we came up with some some pretty good uh, you know candidates. But the trade deadline for the NFL is coming up, which is gonna shake up everything if if people are dealt. Um, we've seen a bunch of uh, running back injuries. The Deshaun Watson talk is always there. So we want to run through some of these guys and maybe some of the teams that they go to, how it would impact. So I think first is Melvin Gordon. Are there reports of Melvin Gordon? All of these guys have reports that they may get traded. Melvin Gordon was getting floated around before the Ingram to the Saints trade, but he's still on a team where they have Javante Williams and they have, you know, depth at running back for teams that don't have running backs and are having running back injuries. I think Melvin Gordon's a very solid target. I think that's where the rumors are just flying that like he might be in talks, but I don't think yeah, there's anything concrete and, out there. Yeah. And it's been even when um, they signed or they drafted Javante was kind of like, Hey, you know, Melvin Gordon could be a surprise cut. He, he could get traded. So it's been in talks, no real reports, but, he had a great game last week. Maybe it's them giving him that game to spice up the trade value, but I don't think it does happen. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think where where he would go. I mean, if I'm him, I'm not going to the Texans. Like that's not a no, place. but he could go to the Titans. Right, right. Yeah, like even though AP did get signed, there's still a world where they do a trade. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's you have the Chargers that have Austin Eckler dealing with a hip injury, whatever that is. He looked fine um, this past week, but I if mean, that's more severe than we know, or Melvin Gordon back in the Chargers for Eckler, sure. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, any, I mean, we're talking about also the Panthers need a running back. We talk about you know who the hell knows what's going on with Barkley, who knows what's mm-hmm. going on with Kareem Hunt in Cleveland, who knows what's going on with uh, I'm missing a team. Well, in, why am I missing a team? Miami. Miami's a good well, one. Miami needs a running That's back. That's a good one. But if Desha- and, and again, if Deshaun Watson moves, let's I don't mean to skip ahead, but if he moves and he goes to Miami or even if he goes to Carolina, which is in talks, Carolina's talking about shipping CMC back out. So then Carolina now needs a running back to bring in. They bring in Melvin Gordon and Chuba Hubbard. That's a decent little room with Jeez. Yeah, that that's I mean, you could see one move could start this domino effect. Right. Right. Well, we're going to talk about some other guys, right? Marlon Mack, Tyson Williams, Mike Davis, Tevin Coleman. Marlon Mack is still tied to the Chiefs heavily. Yeah. Um, I just, think it's just so weird. That's I, I, I thought it was going to be the week that CH went down. Like it was kind of like, hey, they're in talks. Like pick this guy up now. Yeah, he could play the following week, and then it's been weeks. And last week he got he was on the field for one snap. So they're just kind of like not really showing him off to get. To get a you know a good trade for him, but and and again he's supposedly a mutual in mutual agreement with the Colts that they're supposed to be seeking active trade partners, and mm-hmm. 
we haven't heard anything. So he's not going to the Saints, who are on the table because they just picked up Mark Ingram. He's not going to the Chiefs because Derek Gore is killing it tonight. I was just so, going to say, Derek Gore looks good. I don't, I don't see a spot for him where he adds any value. So if he go, if he moves, He'd it's be really a backup, just a backup, yeah. and it's the same role. So why move? Why not just hope for a JT? If, he's, if I'm him, why not just hope for a JT injury? Where it's like, I do think he's like, hey, I'm healthy. I can have a role. But looking at all, all the teams, like you're not going to go to a team and be like, oh, you're the lead back now. No. Right. Especially in the NFL now, every team has one to three guys well, that, that they want to use. The, the one team that I forgot to bring up earlier was Jacksonville. I mean, Jacksonville could should easily be going after Mac. Even right. with James Robinson, if he's still if he's healthy, it's sure. Yeah, Mac's probably a better fit. Than and they're both on one year deals, so God. it's no harm, no foul for the future. Another team I'd be uh, interested in if I was them. I, uh, I'm looking at Marlon Mack would be the Bills. I'd love to play Marlon Mack over Devin Singletary and do Mack and uh, Moss. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but we'll, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, but and then the Bills aren't a huge run heavy team anyway, so they wouldn't. I don't think they're going to be going out there. But hey, I want, I want to back because they're going to win. Yeah, with Moss and Singletary, regardless. Yeah, uh, Tyson. Same exact teams. I mean, I, it was going to say the same things that we just talked. Somebody about said the Niners that. were trying to work a deal for Tyson. Um, Weird. And usually, when you work these deals too, it's usually interconference, like AFC to NFC instead of AFC AFC. So yeah, maybe that's before that Hasty came back or something. Seattle could be a team out there looking for running backs too. So Seattle's a good a good one because. Carson's out for the year. If they, yeah, if that's I like true. Collins, but that's just me liking the guy. I would much rather, if I was Seattle, I mean, go after a Tyson Williams, you know, young, undrafted, hungry rookie that's looked good and then just needs a little bit of protection, uh, pass protection work. Be all right. Right. I mean, if I'm if I'm the Ravens, you may want to hang on to him and just teach him <laughs> how right. to pass block because yeah. Lev Bell and those guys. Uh, Mike Davis. I don't think Mike Davis is going to go anywhere now with Tom Ridley out. I don't either. I don't think there's much of a market for him with the deal he signed. Um, it's a two-year deal, right? Yeah, two I don't year. know what the guarantee is, though. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't, I don't think are, a lot of people are going to look at contracts and get shy about it. Uh, I mean, maybe they do, but well, this you know, I mean, the, like, Panth- the Panthers could easily look at Mike Davis and say, come on back and play with Chuba. You know, if if, if there was ever a cha- mm-hmm. chance for him to move, oh. I just don't think it happens because now I think Cordero Patterson's going to be playing. On He's getting outside. paid dick. It doesn't matter. Two years, five and a half million, three million guaranteed. So yeah. that's not going to slow anybody down. Uh, Tevin Coleman. I would not be shocked if Tevin Coleman got dealt somewhere. I mean, I don't know if there's any rumors of it, but there's so many teams that could use a, a running back. Diners. You know, the... The, yeah, uh, all, his, all his formers. Niners all, again. Both his former teammates. I mean, Carter looked great, and the Jets. Carter looked really good. You know, they're. I don't know where they're going, but uh, Deshaun Jackson has this actually gotten brought up? He just demanded a trade. Demanded a trade. Yeah, says he won't play another snap. Really? Which is bold it's, for well, a 500 year old receiver with very limited talents. It, it's shocking because he still has legs. He said he's healthy and he wants a bigger role. When you sign with the Rams in the offseason, you knew what your role was. You're, right. You're, and you're lucky that Akers got hurt. Because even if Akers was there, like, oh, like, you, your role will be even smaller. Like, you're this one guy. You've been, you've been this way for the same team, like, for four plus years. Like, in what world did he think that he was going to outplay Robert Woods and Cooper Cup for top two billing? Like, it's never going to happen. The only thing he could have done is outplayed Van Jefferson. And guess what? You haven't done it on the field. I don't care what you think you can do. Go show me, and you haven't. And it's funny, too, because you think a guy that his age is like, hey, 
I want to chase a ring. Boom, there's your team. Yeah, there's your. You're I mean, on that you're team. On the team. You're not going to get dealt to Tampa. And guess yeah. what? If you do, you're even lower in the pecking order. You, you want to be behind Scotty Miller? Like Did, I don't no. know. I don't know what team would even take the chance on him. The Bears, good. You can't throw the ball to him. So what does it matter? You already have fast guys. You can't hit. Yeah. I don't know. Pat Mahomes looks terrible. Pat like Ma- awful. Dude, the Pat Chiefs washed. The Chiefs look like shit. They. They just got a flag on a punt return for no reason. They just beat the shit out of Tooney for, for no fucking helmet to helmet, and then they just keep piling on. I, Why I are they using Tony as a punt returner? I don't know. I want <laughs> the Giants, the Giants are equally fucking hurt, exactly. stupid. Yeah. Um, he's like, uh, just put the hurt guy out there so he can't get hurt. I love yet. the helmet hit and then go to the ankles, and the guy's trying to twist his ankle. Like, get Literally. the fuck out of well, here. Well, it's like the entire I, – I don't, I don't know what's going on. Pat Mahomes looks like crap. Pat Mahomes does not look good. He tried to hit Miko Hardman on a uh, on a deep ball, and he was so off pace that it looked like a hail mary throw he, because five defenders ended up over in the area. He tries to do too much. It's I think it's hurting him more than it's helping him. And everybody hyping him up for these like crazy throws that work once in a while are, are is doing him more harm than good. I mean, look what they did the last drive. They ran the ball a lot with that Gore guy. Yeah, scored. They you need to do that more if Mahomes is trying to do the special stuff he did the last two years and not able to do it anymore. Right. And the reason that he could do that special stuff too was because he played very, very sound fundamental football and then did the special stuff once in a while after he had a nice base. He now he's trying to do the special every stuff time. every play. It's like, dude, get off TikTok. That's not how football is played. And Tyron Matthews is just an absolute spaz. Oh, yeah. Um I mean, there. I mean, is there a possibility that Pat Mahomes has been concussed for the last three weeks, and because he's the poster child of the yes. NFL, yes. they didn't? Uh, That's absolutely correct. He's just playing scrambled eggs right now. Um, yeah. Doesn't look good. He he's been hitting the head. What two week, three weeks ago, and then again last week. So like, oh yeah, I mean, he could have been fringe ready to recover, and then got popped again. Uh, all right, Should we, we talk about the t- Texan players. Yeah, so we have we have two more. Yeah, I want to talk about. Yeah, all, yes, all of them. Uh, Philip Lindsay, David Johnson, Brandon Cooks have any? I know Brandon Cooks got pissed off that Mark Ingram got traded. Yes, and uh, I'm even more pissed off when like, well, we aren't trading Cooks. We want him as a focal point in our locker room. It's probably like, God damn it. Yeah, that sucks. So the other two I put in there is because I, I just read, read because they they were the three and four um running backs, you know, on the depth chart. This week, you'd think that David Johnson would be the guy, Lindsay would be two, but they're you know three and four behind Phillips and Burkhead. Oh, Sterling Shepard, sorry, maybe showing that hey, they want them to be, be like they don't want to use them, they're, they're trying to you know get these other guys playing. Yep, I don't know what David Johnson's contract's like, I'm sure they would hold a lot of money in it. Philip Lindsay a, was a weird signing to start with. I don't know why you're you're signing the guy and then not playing him at all. I I mean if you're if you're the Texans, the, the you oh non contact hammy. Well, it looks like they banged knees possibly. You uh, you hope as he was stepping down, so it might have jarred something. Yeah, up. not a good uh, um not looking not good looking. It, I just I get I I get so aggravated with the Texans with these players, right? Like these players have no chance in your future. Like they, they're just not going to be involved in your future. I mean, really, Brandon Cook shouldn't be involved in your future. Poor like Cooks. you need to, you need to sit down. I mean, it's the same approach I take in Dynasty all the time. Is I, I look at all my players and I go, does this guy, is he a part of the future in my team? 
And if the answer is no, you just get rid of him. Yep. Doesn't it doesn't matter what it is, you just get rid of him. David Johnson provides them nothing. He he has provided them nothing. Like so I would love to see them get rid of these players and I mean the only problem is, is how do you how do you get a full roster? I mean shit. Scotty Phillips. Yeah. Uh <laughs> There were there hasn't been any talk on any of them, but Deshaun Watson biggest one of is course. is the biggest name and is one of the reasons that why we want to talk about the trade deadline players and what might be going around. They do have something. You just Brandon laughing. Cooks is still on uh, a sixteen point two million dollar a year contract. Oh, it's massive. It's yeah, huge. they they screwed that up. Well, they ended up they, remember they ended up saying that one of the reasons they got rid of Hopkins was the contract, and then when they brought in David Johnson and Brandon Cooks, it was yeah. like both of them combined. Uh, it was ridiculous. Um, but we'll talk about Deshaun Watson real quick. So, uh, there's been a lot of talk. Uh, I mean, the week ago, I think we were talking about Deshaun Watson to Miami seemed like it was an absolute lock. Now it doesn't sound like a lock. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, if I'm, if I'm the Texans, 50 cents on the dollar, get something because sooner or later you're going to get nothing for nothing and, and you're just paying him money. So right now. It is reported that the Texans are going to hold Deshaun Watson through the trade deadline. I think that's smoke and mirrors. I think 100% Deshaun Watson's getting traded. I, I just, I don't know a team dumb enough to give. If there was a team dumb enough, it's the Texans. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Well, you know? Jets too, but yeah. If I am right now, though, the New Orleans Saints, I'm taking a long look at him and saying, okay, can I bring him in? Can I get him on the field? Because. <laughs> Simeon or Taysom Hill is not taking that offense anywhere. If Watson can come in and play, Watson and Michael Thomas is instantly something that I want to watch. Uh, Watson and Alvin Kamara is something I want to watch. For I mean, really, I'd love to watch Callaway with him and Deontay Harris. These, I mean, these guys, everyone it, it, it is a plus. Yeah, every single every single and, player. And it what's I mean, and he'd look good in black and gold. He well, and he's also I mean, how old is? He? I mean, the, the, dude, the dude's a franchise quarterback, so it's not like you're going out and you're just getting a guy for a year to try and make a championship run. Jameis Winston's not the answer for the Saints. He's 26. I still mean, so young for a quarterback. Still, still a franchise quarterback. You don't plus get – yeah, exactly. You don't get these franchise guys that come up at this point in their career. Usually, you either draft them and you have them for the first few years. They're probably 24 and they get their big contract and you either give it to them or they go to free agency and they get it somewhere else. I mean, 26 is prime quarterbacking years. So, Saints, I'd st- I'm still saying Broncos. I mean, Bridgewater hasn't looked terrible, but he hasn't looked good. He hasn't impressed me. He hasn't blown my socks off. So, if Broncos can get back in the mix, I don't. I don't think that they're going to. I mean, uh, I mean especially getting rid of Von Miller. I, I think they're going to want to keep their picks for defense. Mm-hmm. Which is unfortunate because I, I thought that they would have been a good fit. Um, I mean... Chicago's not going to do it with just getting fields. They were a team earlier that were talking about it. I, I truly do think that it's Miami, uh, Carolina, and Carolina reportedly was willing to give up three high draft picks. So I have to assume those are three picks between day one and day two. Yeah. So a first and two seconds or whatever mm-hmm. it was, plus CMC. It is odd that Rule is coming out and saying that, you know, maybe week nine or ten because I, I don't think that helps their case to try and get it. It, the problem is when I tell you three high first picks plus CMC, that didn't meet what the Texans wanted. So the Texans are too high. 
Nick Casario for Miami has already said that the asking price is too high. So now you have a team like like the Saints who just lost their quarterback. I just I don't understand. I mean, it's very clear Watson's position. You know what uh, I mean? Like he's he never going play. to play again. So, so get what you can. I mean, right. you know what would be an interesting flip, and I know they both have pretty big contracts, is Watson for like Matt Ryan at Atlanta. You, you yeah. bring in you immediately bring in a serviceable quarterback for Houston if they think they have the ability to win games for some reason, which I don't, I don't know why they do, but they seem to think that. And then you flip Watson. They have comparable contracts. I'm sure you can make the math work. And you're what off about, the hook. What about Detroit? Detroit just got two first-round picks for Matt Stafford. Yep. 100%. If I could... I don't if, want him to go there. And wise. he's 0-6, so maybe he... I think that would he would And he is a no-trade clause. Yeah, yeah. So he, he only... Oh, that's true. I forgot about the no-trade clause. But if you pair him with DeAndre Swift, uh, Hawkinson... And I mean, Quintus Cephas is hurt. You get Cephas, Raymond. I mean, you're going to have to give up so much that you're probably not going to get a wide receiver. However, Allen Robinson's up and makes it a lot more attractive to go to Detroit. So I don't know. I mean, we'll we'll have to watch it. And that's the thing, too, right? So if you're a franchise like Detroit and you have some cap space to burn next year, you're not so worried about picks. I mean, give the picks up, bring in Watson, and now you're a destination. Like, people will come in to play with him. I mean, the Nets did the same thing with uh, Durant. He didn't play that year, but yeah. bring him in. He's still a recruiter. Next year, you know? Harden comes. Boom. You're, I just don't think Deshaun wants to live in Detroit. He seems like a... Uh, I mean, and nobody wants to live in Detroit. Seems like a warm weather guy. Uh, I'm, trying, I'm trying to think. Of Miami's seasons. probably the, still the best fit. Well, I think Miami's the best apparently, fit. Florida, no income tax. He makes $500 million. Oh, Car- Carolina's fantastic, too. Yeah, yeah. But, so he's only lived his no-trade clause to Miami, supposedly, as of right now. Yeah, um, I mean if, Miami we grew, like would be fantastic. I mean your your record sucks, but you have Fuller, Waddle, Parker, Gasecki. Like that's a great receiving core right there. What if w- you were the Raiders, you move on from Derek Carr from I would in, in, in new an instant ownership. Yeah, yeah. new head coach. Well, I don't know. Coach. I mean, still the Davis. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, still did. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes it and probably- he's a perfect fit for Al Davis or um, a Mark Davis kind of guy. <laughs> Uh, the the no trade clause makes this like really interesting. It makes it very because, confusing. Well, I mean, the Texans have to approach him and be like, "Dude, you don't want to play for us. We get it, but you also aren't willing to waive your no trade clause for half the teams that are making offers for you. What are we supposed to do?" And then that maybe that's where the Texans come back and they're like, "You know, what? you're going to be a dick. We're going to be a dick. We're not moving you unless we get what we want." Because like, it's fuck gonna, you, it is going to be. Just an unreal world if we watch him sit for five years and play this contract. Well, not play this contract out, but like burn this contract to the end. Well, it's what two thousand twenty-five. Yep. So that's crazy. Oh, he'll make. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know what he make. Fifty million a year. He'll make two hundred fifty million dollars just to sit on the bench and play catch with high school football players on the sidelines. Like that. That's an unreal world. And then he turns thirty. 30-31, and he's looking for another contract, and he hasn't played in five years. Right. And well, somebody will price you'll on be, him. You'll be run out of the league at that point. I mean, that's that's mm-hmm. unfortunately what, what will end up happening. Yeah, they'll have to, they'll have to buy him out and be like, go here's, away. Here's your money. <laughs> go. Why won't you die? And then as soon as he does that, he just go, he'll latch on anywhere else he wants. Oh, I was looking at the insider update. There's nothing, nothing interesting. Um, yeah. Well... 
I think. Oh, uh, weird. Dak's a full go after sitting yesterday with one minute. You notice. know what though? They have uh, they have a game shit. on Thursday, it's so crazy. I actually think that was really smart of them. Do they? Yeah, the Jets. Yeah, uh, Indy plays the Jets. This okay, I read so. I read something wrong. So he's not playing Thursday then. No. Um. So anyway, I I'm fine with it. I'm okay because of I won. Well, you know the lead that mattered. Yeah, yeah. They, they play the Broncos on Sunday at one. Okay, I don't know why I thought I thought I read Thursday, but anyway. No, you know what? You're absolutely right because I was reading a Sleeper yesterday, and all of the Sleeper updates said that every game was on a Thursday. They go, like, oh, he's playing Thursday. He's playing Thursday. every single one. So it Sleeper. must have been some sort of like uh, a misprint in there, glitch in their system. Yeah. It was a couple weeks ago. Uh, all the Sleeper updates were saying uh, week eight when it was like week yeah. seven. Yep. It was like what? Wait a second. <laughs> it's, it's very very it's effective. I don't want to bash Sleeper because they get me a lot of my news faster than anybody else, but. Couple glitches, you know. Yeah, iron them out. This is not a big deal. Though. Yeah, ain't no thing. Uh, all right. Well, trade deadline is November second, so that's tomorrow. So it's tomorrow. You'll listen so, to this episode while you're seeing the Deshaun Watson trade happen. Probably. Yeah. I I think do we over under on Deshaun Watson? I would say it's closer to like seventy percent. I think it's gonna happen. I think it's just the Texans being. I mean, being I want dicks. it to happen. I want a. I want a fun. Filled trade deadline day. We 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 want it every year. And we we're never o- get. Yeah, it. we're owed one. We're um, we're definitely owed one. I would I, love. I to, do think oh, he moves. Does OBJ get moved every year? We gotta toss it out there. Oh, I'm, I'm shocked. The Odell and Allen Robinson to the Patriot rumors haven't been swirling. Oh, guy I wanted to mention, Nikhil Harry. I think they threw him the ball twice. They showcase him. Yeah. That's a showcase for it's him. It's a showcase. He made two days catches. I dropped him in a dynasty league, and he went for like 15 bucks, right? Yeah, he he signed him. Oh, no, no I'm, talking, I'm talking about our other one. Wasn't me. Like, last week I dropped him, and then there's a, a, bunch, oh, of, a uh, bunch of bids out there. I'll have to. I'd, uh, I'd like to see him get traded out. somewhere to see what he Kyle can Kyle got him. Of course he did. <laughs> and then he pitches why he, you know, his team. Uh, all right. Before we, we go on any more Nikhil Harry talk, uh, Top Shelf Fantasy, TopShelfFantasy.com, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Top Shelf FNTSY. Top Shelf Fantasy. Stay fluid. Stay loose.